Before the Rings of Power, there were the Silmarils. Before Sauron, there was his master Morgoth. Before Aragorn and Arwen, there was Beren and Luthien. Join us as we explore Tolkien and all the ages of Middle-earth with your hosts from TheOneRing.com, Jonathan Watson and Michael Grumbine. Merry almost Christmas, everybody. It's uh, happy, well, happy Evan. Must we must we get into this right off the bat again already? I told you I didn't listen to Christmas music till after Thanksgiving. You had to one up me with you didn't listen to Christmas music till after Advent started, which would have been last Sunday, correctly. So Advent started last Sunday, but we're not listening to Christmas music until a week before Christmas. What? Sorry. That's that just that sounds sad. What no, if, actually, and then we listen to Christmas music for two weeks after Christmas as well, because that's the Christmas season. Three weeks of Christmas music is 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 like um looking at a like a like a looking like at an ice cream sunday bar and getting just the cherries on top it's like you've got only got the very <laughs> right? end of it you don't have right? the whole you don't get to enjoy it for the all that time up through the middle of the anyway anyway sorry everybody <laughs> I excellent all right so the, the fights that we have hey we are back into discussing the changes between the lord of the rings and uh the film and the books and we realize this is going to take a really long time. So I think we are definitely going to be doing something different come come January with uh, with this podcast. And who knows? It might be years before we finish all the changes between the films and the books. Uh, and we'll have to jump into the changes between the Rings of Power and the books, too. That'll just be one episode, though. <laughs> one word just says everything. everything. <laughs> so, um, but thanks for joining us. I hope you enjoyed last week's detour into talking about uh, Tolkien's poem, Noel, which was found in 2013 after a nearly 80-year loss. Um, <clears throat> and uh, that's had some great feedback to it. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. We're going to get into two things today. Frodo's unexpected introduction and one we like to call Gandalf the Headbanger. You probably know what that, what that one is. Uh, before I jump into that, guys, everybody, if you'd like to to join us in our extended podcast where we get into more details about the changes Peter Jackson made to the introduction and talk about the things that Tolkien had and why maybe he didn't put them in, including like Ted Sandyman and the gaffer and the parentage that we completely missed out of missed out on for Frodo. We don't hear anything really about his parents. Do we hear anything about his parents in the books and the movies, not the books, they're in the books. In I can't movies, think of anything. Movies, no, we don't hear. They don't talk about like how one of them drowned or something. Like there, there's nothing no, there. Yeah, definitely okay. not. So we don't hear any. We're going to talk about that in more detail. And if you want to hear that, you can become a member at theonering.com/slash/member and uh, join us there in our Discord chat. We can ask questions and talk about this sort of stuff, and also get the extended podcast, which is about 15, 20 minutes longer than this normal, incredibly brief discussion that Michael and I have every week. Brief and to the point. We never get long-winded at all whatsoever. Brief for us, anyway. <laughs> so, all right, everybody, we are going to jump into the very first change that we're talking about. And this is number 21, Frodo's Unexpected Introduction. You're late. A wizard is never late, Frodo Baggins. It's wonderful to see you, Gandalf. <laughs> but eager and curious for a hobbit, most unnatural. Before you came along, we Baggins were very well thought of. Indeed. 
never had any adventures or did anything unexpected. Whatever you did, you've been officially labeled a disturber of the peace. Gandalf, I'm glad you're back. So am I, dear boy. That's the Cliff Notes version of the prologue, and I know it was interspersed and cut in in various and annoying ways, and you wanted to see more of it, because honestly, I feel like this might be the best part of Lord of the Rings, is the entire time that we spend in Hobbiton in the Shire. And um, But but what, what Peter Jackson has done here with the Fellowship of the Ring, is, uh, let's get this straight, with the theatrical edition of the Fellowship of the Ring, this is not the film edition this is not or sorry it's the film the uh the um extended edition i don't know where that where, where i lost that word uh this is what we first saw in december 2001 <clears throat> when it was released in the theaters and so the very first thing we see about hobbits other than uh you know a little bit about Gollum kind of being hobbity is frodo reading right so uh, this clip right here, it says the Fellowship of the Ring, and then we see Frodo reading, and then Gandalf comes in, and we get this whole bit about Gandalf, and Frodo asks him what news of the outside world, uh, which is instead of Bilbo's prologue, they removed that from the from the extended edition, and they put in uh, the, they put in Bilbo's whole prologue in the in the extended edition, and this one we Frodo says what news of the outside world to gandalf and gandalf tells him a little bit about what's going on oh you know what it's kind of it's there to establish that the hobbits are hidden nobody really knows much about them um and there's a little bit more uh about hobbiton right there they travel through a little more of hobbiton in the um uh well, the, the, with gandalf and frodo discussing they travel through a little bit more of hobbiton right there uh and where the the extended edition has a little bit more about bilbo's queerness and bilbo looking for the ring in his pocket that whole scene uh, it isn't in, isn't in the uh, prologue to the theatrical edition. So the way I look at this is is basically that Jackson want, had to, in his mind, shorten everything to give a brief introduction to the viewers of of the world of the Shire and Hobbits, and especially in the scenes that you put Frodo's relationship with Gandalf. So he wanted he wants to condense all that into you know a minute or so of of scene minute minute and a half maybe and uh and that's what he does and it's different from the book it is because in the book we first we get some exposition about bilbo and we're told that frodo uh was adopted by bilbo when he was 99 and so there's there's this introduction to who frodo when bilbo, bilbo was 99 not frodo when bilbo was 99 not frodo yeah right. sorry um and then we you know we le learn more about the queerness of the bagginses and you know that whole business with the dragon and that, that you have the the gaffer sam's dad and ted Sandyman discussing uh about the weirdness of the bagginses and how uh frodo's parents died in a drowning accident uh, right. but it's it's it all establishes more of the oddness of frodo and bilbo mostly bilbo but of, of really of both of them um, whereas in the film, what he establishes is the relationship between Frodo and Gandalf, because in the books, Frodo doesn't meet Gandalf or we don't, they know who we, the, each other, they, they know about the other. They know who, who they are, right? They've met before, but they don't meet in the books until after Bilbo disappears at the party and Bilbo has actually left Hobbiton already. That's the point right. at which they first meet. And so there's a big difference. Right. Right. In other words, there's no long established friendship in the book between, um, Gandalf and Frodo. In the book, right? Yes, there's no. Yeah, it's not like they are. It's almost like Gandalf and Frodo are are now the primary relationship because they have to establish. They establish that first. Whereas Bilbo and Gandalf, right? It's an old relationship, but Frodo and Gandalf have a. They have a keen. 
appreciation of each other. You know, Gandalf asks Frodo things. Frodo asks Gandalf things, uh, and they they just they th- there is a familiarity to them that there isn't in the books at all. Right. And is that any good? So let's talk about that, guys. Let's let's look at these. This first question then: Is it lore friendly? Is it lore friendly to have Frodo? and Gandalf as the first relationship, as the most important relationship, as the established relationship that we get introduced. I mean, when you're talking about this is our time now, or this is the time that the movies takes place, the very first thing you see is Frodo. You don't see Bilbo. You don't see, you don't get any information about what's going on. Okay. Theatrical edition again, not the cinematic edition. Right. Um, And so does that even like in my mind, does that even change maybe the relationship that Frodo and Gandalf had and how we uh, perceive it in the films rather than the books? Well, so lore friendly, um, the books themselves, uh, in the books, Frodo is, uh, of the hobbits. He's the main character, um, the primary hobbit around which he made a, you can make an argument, Sam's the hero, but, um, there's an argument to be made that Frodo is as well. There's, I think we've talked mm-hmm. about this before. There's actually four different arguments for four different characters being the hero of the story. And so there's a, um, the idea that visually we're going to center theatrically, we're going to center on Frodo's relationship with Gandalf, which he does have a close relationship with him, especially as the story goes on. The fact that we're going to focus on that. I don't see that as lore unfriendly. I do think that's lore friendly and the focus on Frodo. instead of starting with Bilbo, starting with Frodo. It's not like Frodo, you know, doesn't, uh, doesn't, doesn't read books and Frodo doesn't know about Gandalf and doesn't, you know, wouldn't that whole conversation that he has on him with the cart, um, you know, the friendship is probably um, being emphasized there. That part of it, maybe not lore friendly, but in the balance, that whole scene establishing Frodo's and Gandalf's primary relationship, I see, I think that is lore friendly, not lore unfriendly in, in balance. There are aspects of it, which are not technically, but I think it does hold to the themes in the book. I, I agree. I think it's it, it, it. I don't. I have no problem with this at all. And this goes back to my point: is that I feel like what Jackson really got right a lot was everything in the Shire. And this goes to the Hobbit movies too. Hmm. Um, the relationship that Gandalf has with the Hobbits, right? We, even even the line of um, um, the fireworks, and and in the book, um, Tolkien wrote. Uh, the, let me find it. Uh, Hence the excitement of the Hobbit children. G for grand, they shouted in the old man's mouth when they saw that that logo because they were excited about the fireworks, right? They talked about seeing the logo G for grand. Uh, and so Tol- Tol- Tolkien, <laughs> Jackson put that into the, the prologue with those little, those fireworks coming out of the back of the wagon. Um, and so that's like one of those things where that's, that's in the spirit of what Tolkien wrote. That's lore friendly because that establishes that Gandalf, they loved Gandalf and Gandalf kind of loved them too. Um, and so having Frodo there first, I think it establishes it well. I have no problem with it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, and like I said, technically, like there are elements like was Gandalf known as a disturber of the peace, that joke that Frodo makes? Uh, no indication in the books that's the case. True. Um, but, but, um, but, you know, it's within the spirit of the Lord. The, the hobbits, especially the, um, the prim and proper hobbits, definitely looked down on Gandalf and Bilbo because Bilbo was an odd bird and kept to himself and had adventures and things like that. So you could easily see it. So, yeah. answer, uh, yes, yes, it is. Lord. Yeah, I just looked up the line uh, about Gandalf. That went, went, the first thing that said about Gandalf that Tolkien wrote in the, uh, the first chapter is 
his real business, Gandalf's real business, was far more difficult and dangerous than the skill with fire, smokes, and lights that he talks about there. But the Shire folk knew nothing about, about it. To them, he was just one of the attractions at the party. Hence the excitement of the Hobbit children. G for grand, they shouted, and the old man smiled. Uh, they knew him by sight, though he only appeared in Hobbiton occasionally and never stopped long. But neither they nor any but the oldest of their elders had seen one of his fireworks display, and they now belong to legendary past. So yeah, he wasn't a disturber of the peace, but I think that lends itself to the whole, there are queer things going on about Bilbo and Frodo, and having him be the relationship established with Bilbo and Frodo, that, that kind of brings that idea of the queer disturbances. You, mean, and queer you meant Gandalf and Frodo, right? No, no, no. Well, I mean, he has a relationship with Bilbo and Frodo. Oh, oh and not Gandalf's necessarily relationship with, with Bilbo yes. and with Frodo. Yeah. Okay, got right. it. Right. It's kind of odd. So. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, right. So is it lore friendly? Yes. Does the change make for better cinema? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Even though I feel like if you were going to do this in a long form, it might work better to to take a little bit more time establishing some of those characters. But you're you're you know if you're going to do like a ten hour Fellowship of the Ring, but <laughs> a TV series, um, I, I think I think I think you have to throw Frodo or Bilbo and Gandalf in the mix right off the bat. Now, right. Maybe the question then is, which is better? Is the cinematic, the cinematic, is the theatrical edition better then as an intro than Bilbo's prologue in the extended edition? It's better uh, cinematically. Yeah. The extended edition, so many elements of the extended edition are attempting to um, just bring more of the book into into the movies. Um, but it's a tighter. You say that as if it's a bad thing. Oh no! I, <laughs> no, I like them better. I like the extended edition better, but that's yeah, because yeah. my my first love is for the books. Um, right. As cin- as cinema, it's tighter and it's better to do it this way. Um, not everything like when Tolkien's writing his story, he's not writing for cinema. So there's going to be a lot of things that you can make ways you can make changes respectfully that make it better cinema as long as you stay true to the spirit. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and I, this is definitely one of those cases. All right, last question: How much? Do you like the change? Huh. Uh, yeah, go for it. Um, I I like the change cinematically. This might be my favorite change, and I oh wow, and uh, just I feel like you get a really good idea of who the hobbits are through just by showing us and not like giving us the long prologue from Bilbo. Like the yeah. um, <clears throat> you, you see them still, you, they're still walking through the, the fields of the Shire, or walking, they're still on the, the cart through the fields of the Shire. You still get an idea that Gandalf, there's a weirdness to him that people don't really trust about him, and so you get the queerness. I think he he did incredibly well without bogging us down with details. And if you can say bogging us down with details it happens in the extended edition, sure, but we love those details. But I think as a cinematic, I, f- I feel like this change worked incredibly well. That's it, it, I loved the movie when it started it, and that's why it disappointed me so much by the end of it when all the characters ended up changing. Hmm. So I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna give this I'm gonna give this one a five. Bam! Wow, five point zero. Uh, I can't do 5.1, so I'll give it a point zero. 5.0. <laughs> um, yeah, this is... I don't have anything bad to say about this change. I don't... Yes. Uh, there's, there's, It's simply a change, as we discussed already, well within the spirit of the work, and it made better cinema. There's no reason not to give it a five. I, I agree with you. Wow. Got, okay, we're done. We got to stop. Like we've, we've, <laughs> we're shills now for Peter Jackson. We said that this change was perfect. 
Yeah, it's my it's my favorite aspect of modern culture is the idea that if you don't hate everything all the time, you're a shill. Oh right, I know. Yeah. Oh man, is this the first time that I no? I've I've given things more. Uh, I've given things higher ratings than you. But yeah, all right, guys. Uh, we like the change. We thought it was lore friendly, and we thought it made for better cinema. Uh, yep. Fight us if you disagree, because we're right and Please do. you're wrong. <laughs> all right, let's jump into our second change, and that's going to be Gandalf, the headbanger. Just tea, thank you. Yeah, he he banged his head. That was maybe the first moment. Let's see. Let's let's get that right here again. That was maybe the first moment where I realized. Just tea, thank you. Um, this isn't the Gandalf that I know. I was not a huge fan of that right there. <laughs> Looks like he's clipping us off there. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> it's. I mean, look. It was a funny moment, but I'm like, ha ha ha. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but um. So the moment so what did, is. What, what did you not like about it? Um, or were you? Are you just saying, "Oh, that's different from the books"? If so, how? But if you don't like it, tell me how too. Why? I don't like it because it establishes Gandalf as not being aware. Mm. That's a little bit what it felt like, and it it made me. It, it was it was that first pebble from the avalanche of issues that I had with the Fellowship of the Ring being different from the books. Um, it wasn't. It's not horrible. I look back on it. It's a funny moment. It gets a good laugh every time, and it establishes that the Hobbit holes are small. You have to deal with it. It's completely different. And it makes a ton of sense. I have no problems with it being in the film as a film, but as being different from the books, I feel like it's that first small change that's indicative of much larger changes to come. Maybe that's looking backwards at it now too and how I felt that it felt going going into the films or, or watching the films for the first time. But, but So this almost feels like negative member berries to you. <laughs> Wait, what's a negative member berry? Hold on. Or member berry. What? It's a it's that that thing that people do in movies and when they you have sequel upon sequel upon sequel where they do callback um to and it I think I don't remember which which uh is it um uh it's one of those adult okay. cartoons um like a South Park type of thing where they're using the callback to an old a memory, a memory to just to sell the, the movie. So, oh. so it's it's the remember this moment. So you have these this member berry moment moment, and there's actually member berries in in this cartoon that everyone references as a meme, right. which I didn't prepare <laughs> beforehand, so I didn't look it up. Um, but member berries are, are these. So for you, it's like uh, a negative negative member berry. Like it, the whole point is your opinion is affected by your memory of a thing oh, rather right. okay, rather yes. than the thing that's standing on its own merits or not. Right. Right. I, I look, it's not the worst thing in the world, but we'll get yeah. into that. So let's talk about this. This one's going to be a little bit shorter. So is it lore friendly? I will answer this. No, it is not lore friendly in my opinion. Okay. Am I correct? Um, no, I to answer think... this question, I am going to add or add to what you said, which was it, gives us a vision of Gandalf as like this kind of clumsy old man. Not almost as if Unaware. he hasn't, he hasn't yeah. been visiting Bilbo and Hobbits for a long, 
long time. Like if you, right. if, if if you're a friend of the hobbits, you know when you enter their home that it's small to you, and so you're going to move appropriately. The fact that yeah. he's like knocking things around, knocking the chandelier around, and hitting his head is just it just makes it silly. Um, it makes Gandalf silly for the purposes of comedy. They're, they're, it's just physical comedy. And it's meant to mm-hmm. get a laugh, and mm-hmm. I understand why they did it cinematically. But Gandalf doesn't have that character. In fact, Gandalf is the character of the, the prophet character in in mm-hmm. and the the wise in the books. Um, it's not that he doesn't make some mistakes sometimes, as as he did with Saruman, for example, in the books. But um, but he he's not klutzy. He's not a comedic character that you know runs into things because he's an old man or anything like that. So so this is a, a an inherent change to Gandalf's character. So I would also say no. Yeah, and I think you couple this with uh, panicky Gandalf when he comes back. Is it secret? Was, is it safe? It uh, feels. Yep. Together, yep. they create a character that I'm not familiar but, with from the books. Right. Good That's, point. Yeah. Uh, all right. Which is another change we're going to do in the future. Uh, does the change make for better cinema? In a way, yes. First. And in a way, no. So my ultimate answer is no. And the reason it does make for better cinema comedy. So the mm-hmm. comedy element mm-hmm. is improved. But at the loss of Gandalf's character that we just mentioned. So in balance, is it better or is it worse? I think it's worse. I'm having a really hard time with this one. Because as a film, I like the moment. As a person who likes the books, I dislike the moment, right? There was like that was where I went, ha, 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 oh, ha, ha, oh. They they oh, is it made for better cinema? Could they have done something else? Could they have made him sit uncomfortably on a small hobbit chair, for instance? Yes, exactly. Could could they make him have turned around in that instance and put his hands on the beam? And like gently lower his head under to step in to show you the the size proportion, right? And, or you and know, just, and Gandalf's care for the for the space. Right. Yes. Um, if they would have would have said if he went like this and he went like oh, like he realized like a memory like I've done this before I'm not going to hit my head again like something if he yeah. stopped himself. Well, exactly. Like that yep, too. that's exactly right. You could have had that almost moment where then and then he sort of chuckles yeah. to himself and puts yeah. his hand out and ducks under the beam. All right. Um, yep. I agree. Yeah. So, so yeah. It, I think it does not make for better cinema because you could have had even even a similar effect without ruining Gandalf's character. Yeah, agreed, agreed. All right. So, how much do we like the change? How much do I like the change? Well, it's not, it's not a fifty fifty. My huh is worse than my ha ha. So I'm going to go, but it is funny. So it's got that. Uh, I'm going to go two point four. I think it's 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 not a great change, but it endears the character to people even though i hate the way that they've made the character that is now endearing because he's you know he's stuck in a little hobbit hole and that's what i what i would do if i was in a hobbit hole and so you get that feeling of like i know what it's like to be there and they establish that the hobbit holes are small still because a lot of people who saw the movies probably didn't fully understand that yet it would have to really be you know drilled into their head the hobbit holes are small hobbits are small let's make sure that they realize this Mm -hmm. so 2.4 yeah, um, I'm a little more forgiving than you on it, but I still, uh, I'm about the same. I, I'm going to go 2.6. Mm, mm, just Less. on the positive side. Uh, to, yeah, to me, my in my headcanon scale, that's not the positive side. Three is, <laughs> three is exactly the middle between one and five. So so for uh, me, if it's above three, that a three I guess. Is, is average. Oh, that's a, hmm, yeah. I guess we're not starting at zero. <laughs> anyway here we go but yes i agree with that all right so that's that's our changes or that's our thoughts on that guys 
I, I bet we're, I bet a lot of people really like this moment. Is that, do you think a lot of people really like this moment? I don't, I haven't had discussions yeah. with a ton of people to be like, Hey, so what do you think of Gandalf's headbanging moment there? Yeah. Um, small yeah. change. This is a small change. It's not a, it's not a big deal, but yeah. it's, it, it doesn't, it doesn't really improve the story from Tolkien's lore. And, and I, I, I feel it's in the same genre, although a lot less uh, egregious than yeah. the mountain of skulls inside the paths of the dead. For example, <laughs> I think it's, it's Jackson's comedy chops coming back where he just like does over the top comedy, um, physical comedy. And, and it's a small, very tiny version of that. I understand it's, it's not that over the top, yeah. um, but it, but I, I think that um, I, I, I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. Me neither. Me neither. All right. We are okay. On. We're done. Two, two changes this week, guys. We're going to move into our extended edition now, uh, which you can get by becoming a supporter at theonery.com slash members slash member works. I think even slash patron will work. Uh, but yeah, join us on Discord. Get the extended podcast. Where we're going to talk about the changes that maybe they should have made to the films like uh, dwarves in Bag End before meeting Gimli. The, the like, original dwarves. Yeah. Like, like seeing the post office overrun with envelopes for the party. Could be cool join us there guys thanks for joining us this week i know it's a little more brief again this week but um we'll be diving into more things in the future and we will have that special christmas treat from austin robertson who read us the poem noel for last week's episode and the, the video that you can find just by looking up noel tolkien pretty much on any search engine and we're one of the first couple of links there um but yeah we'll, yep. we'll be having that i believe the wednesday after christmas if i'm not mistaken and so we are recording one more time before Christmas, you and I? We are recording one more time before Christmas, and then we'll right. be having that one uh, on Christmas day after, day after. Day after Christmas? Is it Monday, right? Yes, good. Monday, Monday yes, good. All right. Let's jump into the extended edition, guys. All right. Have a blessed advent, freeloaders. Bye-bye. <laughs>